Blog Talk Radio.
And greetings, everybody. Welcome to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. This is our South Shore Tires for Life show. And for reasons being, I'm a South Shore Tire for Life. Uh, I'm a graduate of South Shore High School, Chicago. Uh, I love uh, South Shore. Uh, South Shore, pretty. I can, I can honestly say South Shore saved my life, uh, especially the baseball team. But that's another story. We'll talk about that one day. But uh, I love South Shore. Uh, and when I'm uh, when I'm around, there's something about being around the South Shore High Preppies. Uh, like I said before, people have heard this before, but I love my family. But when I'm around uh, my high school preppies, it, it's a whole other dimension. It's a whole different attitude and atmosphere, and a whole different type of love. And uh, and I tell you, uh, I, I miss those days. I think about them all the time. And I think about people who have no idea that I even think about them, but they cross my mind. But anyway, before we get into this show, uh, I want to thank uh, everybody who's been listening to to all of the shows on the network. Uh, Jimmy Williams, Real People from the Hood, uh, Rosita Shatandas, uh, Teach for the Future Cause, and uh, Brother Jesse Evans, uh, The Think Tank, uh, and Sister Medina Dance, who was our uh, natural health consultant. Uh, we have uh, Dan Lee, who was our unapologetic black liberal just some of the shows that uh, we have and i'm st- i'm going to actually try to expand i got big things ahead and i'll be uh, talking about those uh, on a- at another time but today we're going to talk about the good times uh lately we've been getting into politics and religion and you know where those go and just issues pertaining to the our community and uh us as a people and uh our issues and so forth but today we're going to go back and uh, think about the good times of the past and those good times coming up because this year is the 40th reunion of the class of South Shore 76 coming up. And I couldn't think of a better uh, jump off uh, to make a kind of a road to the 76 reunion and picnic similar to what I did last year for the road to the class 75 40 year reunion and picnic. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good interviews and uh, just all in fun. And there's a lot of good reminiscing and, I, I see that a lot of people really share uh, the emotions and the feelings that I have for South Shore. And that's, it's a beautiful thing. South times have changed. So I'm going to bring on uh brother who's the coordinator of this upcoming reunion and the picnic South Shore alumni class 76. He is a retired military veteran. And I want to bring on brother Oscar Martis. Oscar, thanks for joining me, man. How you doing? Well, thanks a lot, Keith. Uh, I appreciate you uh, having me on your show today. Uh, and it's definitely, I have memories of South Shore and the times I had as a young man. And, and you know, I didn't spend as much time uh, in Chicago after graduation. I only had a short little uh, vacation before I was in the military uh, signing up on the 1st of July, immediately after graduation. And by the time July 29th, uh, 1976 rolled around. I was in the Air Force. Wow. Now, at what point? When, when did you um, make that decision and, and come to that conclusion? And look, hey, I'm not. I'm going to the Air Force. I'm going to the service. Period. That's it. Done deal. When did you come to that conclusion? Well, uh, although I was, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, gifted like my twin brother Arthur. Uh, we, you know, we both had a lot of, uh, you know, brain power and we were smart. And back in those days, there weren't a lot of scholarships to go to college. Uh, you know, our family wasn't, you know, like uh, well off enough to send uh, twin boys 
to uh, college at the same time. So, yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what we did was we had to make a decision uh, how we were going to pay for that college. And uh, at that time, uh, the Vietnam War was over. We didn't have to worry about that. But the military offered what they call the GI Bill of Rights to help you pay for your college education if you did a uh, four-year uh, 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 enlistment. Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to that, but b- before we go too far, because I can, I can go into that, but I want to go back for a minute because I take all our South Shore alumni back to that time, and I ask them, like I'm asking you right now, when you, when you kind of get into that mode where you kind of think back in the past and you just kind of go over your life and, uh, you know, those uh, high school days come to mind, uh, you know, what comes to mind for you from those days, that period of time at South Shore? Well, uh, a, a lot of times, uh, you know, I wasn't really that much of a, any, like, star athlete. You know, I, I would do, mm-hmm. like, pick up basketball games. But on occasion, uh, my brothers and I or I would try to go to, uh, you know, the pep rallies that they would have uh, under the uh, either building in the new, what they call right, the new yes. building. And we'd go down <laughs> in the pit. And uh, people were down there, and they would uh, have a uh, you know pretty good rallies, and we got a chance to be down there and enjoy the camaraderie of all of our classmates and, and people from the different classes. So that's one thing that I always remember about the school: how we always got together and did things together. Who, who was your circle back at, at that time? Uh, who who kind of held you up? Uh, who could you depend on? Uh, who did you hang with, as we used to say back in the days? Uh, who, who was the, who was your circle? Well, it was it was mainly uh, myself and my twin. We were like basically our own gang, you know. Okay. Uh, we would uh, you know hang with a few people here and there, and, and folks had their own little groups. But we would sometimes tag along with a certain group, uh, you know, like uh, guys like Johnny Woods or. Or, 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 you know, even on occasion, we would see uh, guys like in the band, like Michael White, uh, you had uh, Edgar Ruff, you had uh, Glenn Burris, uh, those guys who played music because uh, I was actually in the uh, school choir. I was in Miss Dean's class and, and uh, mm. I used to, uh, you know, try to listen to, to music and I participated in a lot of the uh, shows that uh, our class were required to be in. Like you know, summer class or a some type of winter program, I had to get out there and sing with the choir. Hmm. Okay. Now, is that something that you still do now? You still enjoy singing, or you kind of just put that on the back burner? No, I, I do that on occasion, but you know how it is. Uh, I try to uh, do karaoke once in a while. They have this place here called the Half Note. Uh, I'm a member of the National Black MBA Association, and usually once a year uh, we uh, try to have an event over at the half note where uh, we get our, trying to get some of our members to participate, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I still trying to sing on occasion, you know, I, so, so some of the uh, folks that I know, they, they get a song out of me once in a while. <laughs> or they sing somebody to sleep or something. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully don't now, bore them to death. <laughs> from now, I know back in the days I, I had, uh, cross paths with some people, you know, it's, uh, matter of fact, uh, they could have been educators, teachers, and actually a couple of students who were really, I found enlightening and, and really had things to say that I can think of today that uh, have played a part in who I am as a person, just having not forgotten the influential things that they said back at the time, but they probably thought they was, weren't saying anything, didn't think much of it. 
who who back in that time uh, had an influence on you? Who, who gave you something to take with you that you can look back and say, hey, that's that helped to make me the person I am right now? You know, uh, I would probably say, you know, most of the upperclassmen, uh, some of the, uh, you know, the athletes, uh, you know, basketball players, you know, you got your Al Jones, you got your R.F. Yeah. Farr, Gary Evans, you know, those guys, you know, we was a uh, tank. You know, remember Tank? And so we used oh, to yes. talk to those guys on occasion. And, uh, you know, those guys always had something inspiring to talk about. You know, I didn't know if these were things that they were actually going to do in their lives. But, you know, they uh, tried to, you know, uh, you know, give some words of wisdom to the, uh, you know, younger folks. Because, uh, you know, we were like, uh, you know, young and impressionable and things like that. And so, you know, we were listening not only to teachers, but we were listening to our uh, peers and upperclassmen in those days. I hear you. Uh, by the way, one thing I didn't do uh, in the start of the show, I want to uh, let everybody know that if you want to call in and join in, you want to show Oscar some love, you want to show some South Shore pride, uh, wherever you want to go with it, you can give us a call at 718-664-9513. That's 718-664-9513. When you call in, uh, all you have to do is press the number one, and I will see that indication that you want to come in and join us, and I'll, I'll pull you in. So, uh, Brother Oscar, that's interesting. Uh, I, I tell you, being around – I was on the baseball team, and, and just being around those guys, I, I, it was actually more <laughs> enlightening uh, and more – fun, believe it or not, in the locker room and practices as it was the game. It's, it's uh, interesting. I mean, because we, and, and we're still close, the guys who I keep in touch with, and uh, I, hold, I hold those guys dear to my heart, man. I hold South Shore dear to my heart. Uh, as, far, as far as teachers, did you have any teachers who kind of stood out and kind of, you know, gave you that little extra something that you could, that you could, that you're using right now? Uh, yeah, one of my English teachers, uh, Miss Johnson, uh, but she passed uh, long ago, and uh, she was always giving inspiring words about, you know, how to make sure that you always check your grammar and, you know, when you put something out there that re- you know represents you. And so I'm always, uh, you know, I even spell a check uh, on my uh, tweets, man. I, I won't send out 140 <laughs> characters. Sometimes it, it, I, I hate to do it in the short version. I like to spell out the whole word. I, I, I know that my young daughter, uh, Shakira, she's about 25 now, she used to get upset when I wanted to spell out the whole word. She said, no, Dad, you don't have to spell out the whole word. But, you know, I, I, I try to keep it uh, real because one of these days uh, – Young folks won't even use a pen and paper to write things down. They're just going to do everything uh, by way of an electronic device, and uh, oh, we're going to be lost. We're going to be always going to be lost by that time. You know that is an excellent point because we are, we we have gotten so technical. And when I read some of the posts on uh, just on, on social media, Facebook is my favorite. It's done a lot for me personally because of how I use it. Because I always say, if you get something negative out of Facebook, then chances are you're probably putting something negative into it. But I look at some of the uh, the writings and and I understand the slang and the you know the talk. Sometimes I may leave out the instead of say being, I'll put out b e i n or being, you know. But mm-hmm. I I can go. I I know both ways. But some of the ways I see people writing, it's like man, like you just said, man, we're getting too we're getting too far away from you know that basic phonics, you know that basic fundamental English and. I don't know. Pretty soon they won't be writing anything. It'll all be talk, voice, uh, voice messaging. You know, I don't know. But, well, 
Well, I saw the challenge some people because they might not be able to spell anyway. <laughs> and this has become the best uh, opportunity for them to even, uh, you know, uh, cut down on the characters. Because uh, I used to, yeah. uh, you know, tell my daughter, I want to see her write a sentence. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, get a shorthand. I want to make sure that she can hold her own while she's out there in the world. Wow. Let's uh Okay, I'll ask you this question first because that's when I'll get in. I ask everybody this question because I know back in the days, I had plenty of them. I had, I had a crush probably in every class. Matter of fact, that was probably some of the reasons why I went to class back then. Because I wasn't a good student back then. I can't. I made up for it, but I, I, I would go to class just because there were certain girls in there. You know, uh, who back then did you have that uh, high school, uh, that schoolboy crush on? Well, I actually had a crush on. Uh, one of my uh, uh, partners in this uh, program uh, that we're doing for the reunions, uh, oh, Miss Renee Benson, she wasn't able to be on tonight, but uh, I had a crush on her, and, and, and for years she never even knew it, I tell you, man. It, it was the funniest thing. I think everyone else said, Renee, everybody knew it except you. And uh, that was so funny that uh, I had a crush on her. And, uh, we, you know, we just happened to work together and after all these years, uh, and uh, you know, I, I let her know and stuff. Uh, but you know how it is. Uh, you, something, you know, like nowadays, you can't be scared. You got to let them know because a lot of times, yeah. when people get older, uh, they end up reuniting uh, with some of the uh, the folks that they used to have a crush on, and you never know where it goes from there. Yeah, well, I, I always say that a crush gone unfulfilled never really leaves you. I mean, that doesn't mean that you don't go on with your life and get married and have kids and all. I'm just saying there's still that little section, that little corner piece in your heart that you just have that little fondness for that person that has gone unfulfilled. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you got to remember, too, I, you know, that that was, uh, for me, that was between the ages of, like, 14 to 17, because even when I joined the military, I was still only 17 years old. You know, and wow. I already graduated high school and, you know, uh, trying to be a man then, you know, that that, that was a joke, uh, especially when I joined the military and they told me I wasn't yet. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. But I tell you, Renee, Renee Benson is a beautiful person and, and quiet as is kept. Uh, I had a crush on her. We were in a French class together. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember, I know she remembers, we went half on the yearbook. She probably still has that yearbook <laughs> from uh, her, her freshman year. Uh, but I, I didn't care about the yearbook. I just wanted to go half on it with it. But she she was a beautiful person. I was really hoping, I really wish right. she could have came on with us. And I've been a part of the mm-hmm. show. And hopefully I can get her on for an interview uh, as we do our road to uh, the Class 76 uh, reunion and picnic show. And there was a couple of guys who I interviewed at our picnic last year when I asked them that question. Renee mm-hmm. Benson's name came up oh, on at least okay. uh, on at least three other occasions, occasions uh, other than me. Do you hear me, Renee? Are you listening? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, <But> that, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she listens. Renee Benson is a beautiful person. She just the just the nicest person you could ever uh, want to meet. Yeah. Now you you uh you came out of South Shore and by Ju- July you were in the service. Yeah. Uh, when you when you went in there, uh, how different was it? Uh, in re- reality than it was what you were expecting before you went in there? Was there a rude awakening or did you just kind of flow right with it? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I got to San Antonio on the uh, 29th of July um, and it was just, you know, to me, you know, I, I was first time away from home by myself, didn't know anybody. 
okay? And so uh, going into basic training, it was a little scary. But the thing is, I wasn't the only one that was scared. Um, mm-hmm. At nighttime when they turned the lights out, man, I heard a bunch of guys crying, man. And so Damn. the whole time I'm trying to hold it in because, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to be crying like them. But I tell you what, um, you know, I, I held my own for a long time until one day I got a letter from my twin brother, my oldest brother, and my mother. Because my twin brother my oldest, and my oldest brother, they were in the Navy. Because my mm-hmm. twin brother didn't go to the same branch of service I did. He went to the Navy. And so, you know, everybody was so happy when they were getting mail, and I hadn't gotten mail for a while. But one day I got three letters at the same time. And then I was just like the rest of those guys, man. The water stopped coming out, man. I was just so happy that I got three letters in one day. That's one thing people used to brag about. I got two letters. I got a box of candy. I got cookies and all that other stuff. Wow. And here it is. I'm over there in San Antonio by myself, uh, you know, because it was six weeks of basic training. And in the Air Force, weekends and holidays don't count in your you know, so many uh, days of training days. So you know, you're, you're standing there through holidays and whatnot, and uh, when you have to do a specific amount of training days, those weekends and holidays don't count, and it seems like forever to get through basic training. Now, how, how long of uh, how long were you in the Air Force? How much time did you put in? I was on active duty from 1976 to 1991, a little bit over 15 years, and so. Okay. Uh, uh, I was stationed at uh, several military installations around the country, plus uh, two overseas uh, locations. Now, where did you go overseas? I was stationed in Japan at Yokota Air Base in Japan, and I was stationed at Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. Uh, wow. You know, uh, Anderson Air Force Base has recently been in the news because a B-52 crashed on the runway there uh, about a day or so ago, and I was stationed at that same location. It's the only Air Force base on the island. There are there are other uh, military uh, installations on the island where there's a naval station and there's some National Guard and uh, you know Marine Corps folks uh, det- uh, attached to a Navy unit and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now you you did you did 16 years active duty, and when you come when you came out, what what did you go into when you left the military service? Well, when I left the military service, you know, first of all, I had to figure out what did I want to do when I grew up because uh, I was still uh, only about 33 years old, and I had already did 15 years in the military, and I was still a youngster, man. I was trying to figure out, okay. Uh, I came out. I was almost nearly finished with my undergraduate degree, and I still had to figure out if I was going to go back to school full-time to finish up uh, my degree or if I was just going to go out and go to work. Because at the time, you know, I was, you know, trying to start a family, uh, and uh, that really uh, didn't work out. So I ended up uh, didn't have to worry about having a kid or a wife to tell. And so I ended up um, uh, stayed in California for a while. That's where my daughter's living. And then I moved back to uh, uh, Southern California, stayed with my twin brother and his wife before moving on back to Chicago. And while there, I, I decided to... Uh, go ahead on and, and go back to uh, college and finish up my undergraduate degree because uh, uh, I had started a program with Southern Illinois University at Carbondale, mm-hmm. but I had right. never set foot on 
campus because uh, I went to an off-campus academic program where they used to send um, instructors uh, to come to military installations, and uh, they had certain programs. Out. So I finished up a degree uh, in a program. is uh, It's an electronic systems technology program, and I did a specialization in electronics management because I wanted to do management and supervision in the technical field. So I uh, finished uh, up on that degree uh, once I uh, got out of the military and finished that part of my life. Mm-hmm. Now you're, in the, you're you're residing now in the D.C. area, is that correct? Yeah, I'm in the uh, I'm in the, I live in Oxon Hill, Maryland, and uh, it's not too far from what they call the National Harbor. Uh, they're about to build uh, well, they, right now. Uh, construction is going on for a new MGM Grand Hotel, which is going to have a casino there. So that's a oh. lot of things uh, hopping around here in the D.C. metro area, uh, and you know, in the area in which I live. I actually work downtown Washington D.C. I work for a federal agency uh, with the investigative arm of Cong- Congress. Uh, we're called the GAO, and I'm just going to get the acronym, so you have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You no, know, no, if they would want to uh, get any uh, press from me saying, uh, you know, I'm, you know, giving a shout out to the uh, place where I work. But yeah, uh, I work it. for that organization. I've been there for almost 15 years, uh, and that time is coming to a close. Because uh, as a federal employee, all you need to to get a, a full retirement is to put in 30 years and reach a, a what they call a minimum retirement age. And uh, about two years ago, I completed that uh, age part, but I was uh, uh, lacking the time, and so now I'm about to finish the time. And so I'm uh, ready to, uh, you know, turn another chapter in my life and do something else because I've done mm-hmm. the military, I've done civil service, and now it's time to uh, do something else uh, uh, for the rest of my days, uh, I guess. Now, what, what what is on that bucket list? Do you, do you, are you planning to call it a, a retirement right there where you are now? You're trying to maybe just experience another uh, area. Uh, what 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 else is on that bucket list for you? Well, um, I, I I'm not really in too much of a hurry to leave here. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I I do have a lease to the end of the year. I'm looking at a place where I could. Uh, you know, kick back and relax. I'm not trying to really come to back to Chicago because it's too doggone cold in the winter time, and you don't get number two months of summer. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why uh, I left. If, <laughs> if it was affordable, I'd have a place in Chicago. I'd have a place in Florida, and I have a place right here in Maryland. You know, because if if I ended up uh, being successful on my book sale, you know, sales and things like that, because I'm not going to just stop at one book. Um, I like to see if I can uh, maintain several uh, residences if I can, which would be ideal, you know, because I'll be mm. retired and I can go and, you know, live and stay where I want. I get to live the American dream. That's the American dream, right. uh, to just wake up and have a paycheck coming in and being able to just do what you want. Because when you put in 35, 40 years at, at, at for one employer or multiple employers, you sort of, um, you know, it sort of stifles your creativity, you know. There's things that people want to do in their life and you just can't do it because you're too busy trying to earn that dollar uh, in this capitalistic society because in order to survive, if you don't earn, you don't eat. So. Well, tell, tell, tell us more. Tell us more about the book. You mentioned the book, and then you kind of went on. I'm, I'm like, okay, I want to let's go back to that. What's, what's going on with the book? What, 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 are, well, can you, what can you tell us about it? 
Well, as far as with the book, I don't, you know, want to, you know, give the title or anything like that. But I, I want to okay, work right. on a book. At least I'm working on the book, trying to have it done this year in time okay. for the National Black NBA Association Conference this October in New Orleans. Okay. I'm trying to have it ready then. I already have a potential editor uh, who's, uh, you know, going to edit the book for me and things like that. And so what I'm going to try to do is write on uh, issues uh, that affect me and have, help me uh, have a successful career in mm-hmm. different uh, venues. Because I've, I've done the military, I've done the private sector, I've done federal government, as well as nonprofit, okay? And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, a, a lot of people are putting out self-help books, but, you know, sometimes not too much, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, downing anybody's book, but they might only give you a certain amount of information and you can only go so far. And I want to see if I can cover some bases where, you know, helping an individual once you, you know, obtain your education, these are the doors that you should try to go to. If this doesn't work, uh, go this way. And there's always entrepreneurship. Okay. That's one Mm -hmm. thing that one of my professional organizations, they, uh, uh, you know, they sort of uh, support is entrepreneurship and trying to get folks to start their own business. Now, there are risks, challenges, and rewards to uh, uh, starting your own business and owning your own business. And a lot of times people want to be their own boss to get away from uh, an employer. But uh, the thing is, once you own your own business and you want to expand your business, then you become an employer. And you have to follow the same rules and regulations uh, that that job that you just left uh, what's requiring that you do, okay? Mm-hmm. Those are some of the things that some people don't realize until they get out there because as an entrepreneur, it's all about, you know, you trying to make sure you get your next client to bring in the funds that you need to support whatever you need. It means, you know, making that house payment, making that car payment, uh, paying off that student loan and things like that. Hmm. Now, you had 16 years active duty in the military. Mm-hmm. Now, I, 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 I have a brother, uh, him and his wife both have uh, retired from the military, from the, from the Air Force. And mm-hmm. uh, I always say that if you go into the, if you go into the military, right, you can really, really uh, get some major benefit coming out of it. But today, mm-hmm. is that something that, and I don't, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but is, is the military something that you would recommend to uh, our youth today? Heck yeah. Because, okay. you know, you don't have to do a 20-year career, you know, uh, to uh, to get something out of the military. All the people right now, if, if, you, if a person was to join the military, there are certain benefits that are being offered. Once Congress turns the spigot off on that, like, say, for instance, the GI Bill, you go in there, you serve your term uh, act on active duty, and if you're entitled to that GI Bill at the time that you join, then once you get out, then that uh, GI Bill helps pay for your education. Now, the thing about the post-9-11 GI Bill that some people may or may not realize, uh, those who are on the outside looking in, that's uh, a a, a GI Bill that you can transfer to your child or your spouse. Because if you don't want to use it, you can transfer it to your spouse or your child. Now, yeah, back in the day when I went into the military, once you had the GI Bill, and once you got out of the military, you had 10 years to use it. You didn't use it. It didn't get passed on to anybody. That was just a benefit lost. 
Okay. Wow. wow. And there are so, a lot of uh, benefits and opportunities that people uh, uh, don't take advantage of. Okay. If you're an Illinois resident six months going in and an Illinois resident six months coming out, they have the Illinois Veterans Grant. Pays up to 120 credits. Okay. You get that and a GI Bill. You know, you can end up uh, working your way up to a PhD or something, uh, and uh, and uh, you have that education paid for. What well, I hope people are listening. I hope they're listening because they're passing so. information around. Yeah. Mhm. Wow. Uh, very very interesting. Uh, let's uh, can we take a quick break? Uh, I usually take an old school quick uh, break and come back, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll then we'll start. Uh, going into uh, the upcoming reunion. and uh, okay. okay. You cool with that? We will... Yes, I am. All right. We will be right back.
Hayes, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. And we are back, and I always like to take a old school break because I'm just old school. I, I believe that, and I've said it many a times, people probably tired of hearing me saying it who heard me say it so many times that when 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 we allowed for our music to be taken we allowed for our minds to be taken uh, we went from love songs and uh, positive and uh, progressive songs to what we have now <clears throat> too much of and uh if we can just get our music back i think we'll get some of our minds back i really believe that uh, what do you think oscar yeah i definitely do think that you know um but you know, go ahead and expand on your 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 take. What are you you know What are your sort of uh, Where are you coming from on this? Well, I, I come from uh, we we well when I came up, we had the Temptations, we had Motown, Stax, mm-hmm. we had Chess Records, uh, Atlantic Records, uh, RCA Records. Uh, uh, you know, we had the the soul, the R and B, the the feeling music was from from the heart. Uh, not that there's not some of that. Uh, going on now, but that's not what's promoted. Uh, that that's not what's promoted in mass today. And we, we just hearing you hearing Lil Wayne. You're hearing more of the, uh, the type of music, in my opinion, that is regressive to the development of our youth. And I think it has contributed to uh, their state of mind, their actions. I think these violent video games play a part of it. Uh, the movie content has played a part of it. And it's almost like we live in a land of a zombie uh, mentality where there's lack of compassion, lack of heart, lack of uh, morals, uh, not all, but there's just enough of it to where we are in this current state that we're in today. Well, well a lot of the young people nowadays, when they listen to music, some of them are not, listen, not listening to it just for the violence, but most think that they're going to be an entertainer. You know, because, you know, back in the day, we used to listen to the 45s and the LPs, mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden became the extended long, uh, you know, LPs and, and, and records like that. Right. And, you know, uh, uh, during the years uh, in South Shore, as I was coming out, even the class song, uh, you know, we were doing Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, songs, you know, like the Way of the Worlds and all that stuff. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the, we would get permission from Earth, Wind, and Fire to change the words to match what we needed for what we were going to sing for our graduation, mm-hmm. okay? And the thing is, it, it didn't seem like we were, you know, uh, uh, I guess we didn't have what they have nowadays. It's so much social media out there, and then you got the videos where people 
uh, see the the folks are you know they're wealthy, uh, they got all these fancy cars and, and and big houses and things like that. You got a lot of people they 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 just dream that these are some of the things they want, and a lot of folks don't want to get them the uh, long way. They want it to sh- they want to take the short route to get those things. And so, you know, maybe some folks get motivated by, you know, wanting to get uh, get rich quick, okay? And how am I going to get it? I'm going to take it from somebody else who's got it. You know, why should well, I work that's for true. when someone else got it? And I can just go to them and get it from them, you know? But the thing is, remember, too, there was a whole generation behind us that once we graduated and all of a sudden started to go to school, get our education, build businesses and things like that. We sort of spoiled a lot of the kids, okay? And this is the result, okay? Them uh, thinking that whatever we possessed was theirs, you know? We never told them that you actually have to get out there and earn some things on your own and make your own mark on society, you know? We spoiled them, and then the next generation that came after that were kids who – you know, uh, all they are about uh, sometimes, not just every kid, they're about uh, wanting to be an artist and want to be free, and and they find out that you actually got to work in order to earn because if you don't earn, your parents are only going to let you stay in the house for so long. They love their kids, but once you start becoming a grown man or a grown woman, you got to be able to be self-sufficient. That's the way it should be. There, there, there's, there's yeah. definitely truth to what you're saying. I mean, and there, and there's, and there's no one. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to say what I'm saying like that. That's it. You know, that, that, that's, it. there's no other. No, there's, there's plenty of angles to, uh, to, to look at it. That's just one of the uh, ways I see it. And, uh, you know, and it's just because I wish things were better. I just wish we had a better attitude. I wish we were more united. Uh, I wish we had something uh, as a people, like a, a, maybe a national hotel, like the, like the Indians had their casinos in uh, New Mexico mm-hmm. and Oklahoma and so forth. You know, I just wish we had something. That's, and that's pretty much why, why I kind of bent on that. And, uh, you know, plus reading the paper every day, you know, we're shooting like crazy. We just seem to have no compassion. But that's a whole other show, man. We drifting. <laughs> well, you know, some I'm of that drifting. stuff begins at home, too, because, uh, you yeah. know, if the parents can't convince their kid that, you, you know, you have a life that's worth living, you know, because you got kids that may feel that they're not going to live beyond a certain age, 25 or mm-hmm. so. And the thing is, the gangs become their home and their family because, you know, they may have gotten neglected at home, neglected, abused, uh, talked down to, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, they end up going to the, the source that is willing to take them in. And uh, uh, unfortunately, it's it's a whole generation of kids that are in that situation, you know, yeah, it, no one ever exactly. really did too much about the gangs and let it flourish. And so this is what you have. You have generation of people who have been in gangs. And even though kids uh, may see the end result, what happened to some mm-hmm. gang members, whether they get killed or put in jail for a long time, they're willing to take that risk, man. Yeah, we, we, we actually are coming up. I think this is about the third generation of that. And, and the problem is these days, See, it used to be when we were kids, we could talk about the parents and we can say, well, it starts at home. The parents need to do this and that. And, it was, and that's all true. Of course, it is absolutely true. But these days, what we have is that the parents are kids, too. The kids are the parents. Yeah. And that's it's right. really it's really gotten out of hand, man. It's gotten out of hand. 
38 year old grandmothers, you know. 38 year old grandmothers, you know. Come on. <laughs> 38, no, 30 year old grandmothers. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Having a child at 15, they 30. Yeah. So, yeah, I have I have a cousin who was a great a great grandmother at forty five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, interesting, man. I I well, I can I can I can really get into this this kind of conversation because I I, I love talking about issues and so forth. But we definitely want to get in and talk about what's coming up, man. And uh, this is a to me it's it's just a beautiful event that you all have coming up on your fortieth uh, year reunion and picnic show, man. What's How's, how's that working out for you? What's what's going in? What's, tell, can you tell us something about it? Well, on Friday, September 9th at the uh, Crystal Light Banquet, that's the Chicago Reception Hall on 8400 Cicero Avenue in Burbank, uh, Illinois. Um, from 6.30 to about midnight, the uh, South Shore 1976 Reunion Association, which is uh, a, a association that is mainly comprised of myself, uh, Dorothy, Candy Henson, remember little shorty? And when they Absolutely. had the little pictures of shortest and the tallest, Dorothy, Candy Henson, her and Renee Benson. And we are the committee. And we actually, uh, every time we have a reunion, we try to get a, quite a few uh, class members to come help uh, us put the rest of the thing together so we can uh, uh, have a good reunion for folks. And so this year we are doing a, the 40-year reunion. Uh, tickets are $55 per person. Uh, we're doing it on a Friday night, and we're trying to uh, get at least 100 people. Once we uh, go over 100, then, you know, we'll be more comfortable. But right now, ticket sales are a little slow. Uh, and if we can get the people to go ahead and start purchasing their tickets now, that's going to make us more comfortable. By the time um, September 9th come, we can go ahead on and secure everything with our location at the uh, – at the Crystal Light Banquet Facility and, and get this reunion going. And on that Saturday, we want to uh, have a, a follow-on picnic. Now, the follow-on picnic is going to be somewhere in Jackson Park because last time we did it in Jackson Park, and we just have to make sure because, you know, usually around that time, it's right after Labor Day, and most of the uh, facilities and things are going to be closing down, and, you know, this might be the last days to have an event at, at the park. So we're going to try to make sure it's at a location that's uh, big enough for a lot of other folks because last year, I mean, last time we had this reunion uh, five years ago, um, there were about a couple hundred people showed up for the picnic. You know, they didn't come to the main dinner like we're having this right. time. Instead of on a Saturday night, we're having on a Friday night. There were a couple hundred people showed up there. Yeah, and that happens. Class. Yeah, yep. and it was really and, nice. And we went, and, go ahead. No, go right ahead. Go ahead. No, and I, myself, I had to uh, get on the plane that day and head back back to D.C. And I heard they had stayed to about midnight or almost one o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah, we started that thing at about two o'clock. Uh, I think it was about twelve or two o'clock, and people stayed there till about uh, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I know you also want to emphasize that, uh, yes, this is the class of 76, 40-year reunion. But, hey, if you're from 75, 77, 78, 70, hey, it, it, it's, it's, it's the South Shore love affair, man. Uh, all, are, the all are welcome. Six. All are welcome. Yes. And, and the thing is, I want to put a, a, a quick uh, uh, shout-out uh, for the ladies that are putting this together with me. And we actually are, if, if a person wants to purchase a ticket, uh we have uh, uh, information that you can send an email to them to let them know 
were to meet you, you can either mail it to them or you can uh, uh, meet them somewhere and they'll uh, give you a ticket for your $55. We'll take cash at that point if you don't have a cashier's check or money order, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you do a cashier's check or money order, it needs to be made out to South Shore 1976 Reunion Association, care of Renee Benson, okay? And uh, if a person wants to mail it in, they have they can mail it in to uh, that. They have that same thing on the front. Top Shore 1976 Reunion Association, care of Renee Benson, P.O. Box 81353. That's P.O. Box 81353, Chicago, Illinois 60681. That's Chicago, Illinois 60681. Okay. And if you want to contact Candy or Renee. Uh, it's easy to uh, to get uh, Candy's uh, email address. It's Dorothy C. Henson at gmail.com. That's all one word. D-O-R-O-T-H-Y-C-H-E-N-S-O-N at gmail.com. That's uh, Candy's uh, email. Renee Benson is Miss Lucy underscore oh, 2000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, that was M-I-S-S-L-U-C-I-E. <laughs> Underscore 2000 at yahoo.com. But the thing is, if a person wants a, a ticket, this information is on Facebook. Okay? Uh, uh, if, if, if a person from any class wants to uh, get involved and, 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 and pay their ticket, uh, they can go ahead and contact those ladies. Now, but we do have two phone numbers here if they want to call the ladies. Okay? Uh, now, Candy's uh, phone number is 773. Nine six zero, eight two four nine. Okay, that's for Dorothy Henson. Seven seven three nine six zero, eight two four nine. And for Renee Benson, seven seven three, seven six eight, six four nine nine. Now we've been using these same numbers for about fifteen years. Now if a person can't contact one of those ladies through that those <laughs> numbers, I don't know what's up. Okay. Well, I hope I hope that people will come out and just uh, just just spread the, the South Shore love, man. From from uh, I I intend to be there, uh, I, and I just hope that other classes. I know last year we had various classes. Matter of fact, your brother was there last, at our picnic last year. Arthur was there, mm-hmm. uh, and just had a great time, man. And I just hope people would come out uh, and celebrate with you all. I know actually our class is having a, a Act just a picnic in July, but I, I'm going to do another show on that one. So we have South Shore events coming up, but we can all get together and just experience that connection that we all have uh, uh, from those days, man. It, it just doesn't go away. Yeah, our brother uh, Jimmy uh, James Burroughs, he was in your class of '75. Uh, we try to, uh, you know, uh, try to get him to come out there because uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, he got another grandbaby just uh, came. Uh, uh, about a year ago, so he's doing a lot of babysitting details, <laughs> doing their wow. grandpa duties. So he's uh, taking care of business on that. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's something to look forward to, man. Uh, now, have you been on uh, this the committee from the beginning? I mean, have you done every every reunion? Uh, I, I think I heard I jumped on it with them after the ten year reunion or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and af- ever since then, uh. Myself and the ladies been putting them together. We've had some uh, quite a few people uh, help us out. Uh, you had, uh, you see, let me see if I can throw up some names. I know some people are gonna 
say Oscar, you skip my name, especially if they hear this broadcast. Um, let me see. We had Wallet Collins, uh, Donna Wallington Taylor. Uh, we had Brian Harris. Uh, what else we had? We had. Uh, uh, let me see here. Um, uh, Deborah Alexander. We had Stephanie Daniels. Uh, 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 help out uh, on these uh, committees. It's it's just been so many other names, and like I said, I can't remember all the names. I'm getting old, I guess, and so <laughs> so they have to uh, give me that a uh, senior moment. Uh, mm-hmm. So that way that uh, folks can know that we definitely appreciate all that they have done over the years, and 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 wish uh, they would sign up uh, to help out again uh, when we do have. Uh, these reunions because it's very important that we do put a good quality program together for our alums because, you know, we never can tell if this is going to be our last. And for some people, this is their first reunion. So we definitely hope uh, a lot of folks uh, come to this one because this is another milestone event. And, uh, you know, next time it might be a, a combination of classes versus us doing this alone. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Uh, let's see. I, I had you, you just mentioned the uh, old moment, old folks moment, and I just had one, man. I hate that when I have something right on the tip of my forehead, and it's like when it's time to say it, it's like, what the hell would I think about? Okay, uh, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll come back. Uh, mm, mm, I'm still trying to pull it up. Okay. So. The 76th reunion is coming up this August. You have a reunion and a picnic. And uh, is this this information is also on the Class of 76 uh, Facebook page. Is that correct? Uh, yes, it is. It's on the Class of 76 Facebook page. Uh, I, I'm, I'll have to see if I need to open that up because uh, originally it was uh, just for Class of 76 members. Oh, we were see. trying to get we were trying to get a lot of Class of 76 on it because uh, not sure if you uh, knew this, but uh, there were 761 people that they said graduated with us on our transcript. Okay. So that that was enough at a group itself. There's no reason why we shouldn't get a hundred people show up at these reunions all the time, and that's that could end up just being uh, fifty members, one member with one significant other or spouse, you know. Yes, so exactly. there's no way we shouldn't have this thing uh, fill up those seats. Now we will be selling tickets at the door, but it's only going to be a limited number because. Uh, you know, when you try to do your planning and stuff like that, you have to give these folks at these blanket facilities a uh, good head count. And so once you um, give them the head count, then you're stuck with that number and people showing up like they did last time. We had people show up at the door, and, you know, we had, I think we had salmon and chicken, and some people had chicken and chicken. So we yeah. uh, try to uh, ensure that people are going to get what they pay for, but you come at the last minute, you get what's on the table. Now, we're going to have a DJ. We're going to have uh, three hours of open bar, and uh, we're going to try hmm. to, you know, see if we can, you know, throw a gift or something in there. And then we're going to have uh, uh, one of our members uh, 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 do a uh, tribute uh, to uh, the uh, folks who are no longer with us because we've had a Quite a few members uh, over the years have, uh, you know, passed, and we want to, yes. you know, recognize them uh, at, at this reunion. Great, great idea. If anybody, uh, I, I see a lot of callers out here. Uh, everybody's shy, I suppose. If you want to chime in and uh, share your memories or whatever it is you like to say, uh, 
you know, just press the number one and I'll see it and you can come on in. But uh, I do appreciate everybody who's listening in. And uh, this show is also in the archives. All you have to do is go to blog talk radio forward slash Keith Bledsoe. And you can actually pick up every show from every, uh, from all the shows in the network, including this one. If you, uh, you know, want to check it out on a later date, later date or forward it to someone who may have missed it. So, man, uh, what we'll do, what, what I always do, Brother Oscar, I'm, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to take another quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you a chance to make a closing statement, and that is the time okay. I give you the microphone to say whatever it is you want to say from the heart, uh, and whatever way you want the people to receive it. You cool with that? Okay. Yes, I, I'm, 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 I'll be here waiting. All right, South Shore, anybody want to chime in? It's still not too late. We're going to take a quick break, quick break come right back.
And we are back. I'm back with uh, Brother Oscar Martis, uh, South Shore Class of 76, retired military veteran, uh, doing real good things out in D.C. Got a book coming up. Hopefully, Brother Oscar, when you finish that book, I can get a heads up on it and read it and have you back on the show and talk about it, man. Okay. Thanks. So uh, we're going to go ahead. Uh, this is a c- closing moment, and uh, I always give guests the chance to just bring it in the way you want it. Well, before we do that, we do have a caller that wants to come in. I see you. If you press that number one, I'll see you. I see you. We're gonna, let's take a caller first, Brother Oscar, and then we'll get to that closing statement. Okay. And we have a caller, uh, last four digits, 2887. Caller, are you with us? Yes, I am. And how you doing, Mr. Bledsoe? Uh, congratulations to the class of 76 for, you know, trying to get it together for 40 years. My name is Shannon Washington. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm I'm great. I just chimed in because I I just observed uh, what you were doing on Facebook not too long ago. And I just wanted to make sure I call in and, you know, uh, give my congratulations. And I I know the difficulty of the hard work that's being put in to put together a reunion. Uh, I'm from the class of 87, so I guess I am a young buck compared to, you know, uh, the class of 76. But the great thing is, uh, South Shore, we are all family. And one of the things that I did, uh, you know, I I look forward to trying to attend this particular event on behalf of not South Shore, but the uh, alumni organization that I represent, which is the Alumni Alliance of South Shore, Chicago. Uh, which we were birthed out of the No Name Change movement. So I just wanted to, you know, once again uh, chime in to let you know that I'm listening. And I know, Keith, we talked about uh, me coming on, so we'll set that up real soon as well. But uh, one of the things that we have to remember, Mm -hmm. and I hope that the alliance, one of our major purpose is for things that we do outside of South Shore, because we're doing it at South Shore, we need to make sure that those actions translate back into South Shore. And that will prevent us from having to go through some of these things that has happened because of the absence of the alumni at the current South Shore. Uh, I hear you. Um, so, yeah, but, but like I said, we can get into that later. Uh, look forward to meeting um, the brother from the class of 76 And also personally meeting you at some point I know we talked hey. uh, But I, brother, but you I have, haven't you, had you, the you opportunity have a, to meet You have a standing And open invitation for the show anytime Whenever you're ready brother Shannon uh, uh, you Let me know and, and we'll get it on I'm looking forward to it Okay alright all right. Once again and hope you guys have a good time I look forward to uh, Definitely the picnic <laughs> Uh, so when that when, when that announcement come, um, you know, growing up in South Shore, I'm sure that um, I know some people that came out of the class of '76 because, you know, South Shore was truly a community school, and where a lot of the people within the community attended South Shore. Um, yes. As I got older, it's amazing how I meet people and find out, oh, that was your older brother, that was your younger brother, your younger sister. So um, I'm sure that will happen um, at that reunion, too. So once again, I'm going to keep it moving and be talking to you. Um, and much success to the class of 76. Brother Shannon, thanks you. for calling, man. We'll keep in touch. All right. Peace.
All right, good call. I'm 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 really glad Brother Shannon uh, got a chance to get it in. Uh, we had been communicating about uh, Shannon coming on the show and uh, talking about the Alumni Association. Uh, uh, we will get we'll get it timed right so we can make it happen. I know it's going to be a great show. Brother Oscar, it's on you, man. You can go ahead and uh, put your heart out there and uh, just let it roll. Okay. My passion is volunteerism, okay? I volunteer for two groups. That's the National Society of Black Engineers and the National Black MBA Association. They both have mentor programs, okay? Now, the National Society of Black Engineers, right now they have a a goal of uh, reaching out to 10,000 kids to graduate degrees in engineering by by 2025, okay? So that's the goal for them. The National Black MBA Association has the Leaders of Tomorrow program. These are programs that are available to citizens in big cities like Chicago. They have a Chicago chapter that's part of the National Society, I mean, National Black MBA Association. And mm-hmm. I encourage folks who have young kids who are, like, say, uh, let's say eighth grade, ninth grade to uh, senior to look into becoming a part of that program because these programs are mentorship programs and they are meant to help uh, C, C-plus students get up to the A and B level and get them into and get them through college, okay? National Black MBA Association also offers scholarship opportunities for uh, children, okay, or in high school student age, okay? I encourage folks to go to NBAA, like National Black MBA Association, nbmbaa.org. Now, the Chicago is Chicago is the home office for the national headquarters for Black NBA, but uh, this year they're going to be moving the national headquarters to Atlanta. See, that's the national headquarters, but the national, but the uh, Chicago chapter is going to remain there in Chicago. They have no plans to move, and I encourage people to look into that program to see what it is if they have a high school student that they want to get into a mentoring program. Some people call it the best kept secret. Black MBA, we don't make this mm-hmm. a secret. If you have kids that are looking for a mentoring program or you want to get your kid, a child, a high school student enrolled, and this could be your grandkids because most of us have grown kids. So if there's a program, uh, you know, since there is a program in the Chicagoland area, people should look into uh, getting their high school students into that program, Okay. And they have some uh, for the National Society of Black Engineers. They call it NSBE. NSBE. There are quite a few uh, chapters and a lot of uh, schools that have a NSBE Junior chapter that may be in high school. And then there's a lot of colleges and universities in the Chicago area. If they have engineering programs and they have some uh, a decent amount of uh, African American uh, students uh, in those programs, they can become a part of those programs. Uh, and then they're looking for uh, volunteers to help out with their programs when they go to these schools to recruit and, uh, you know, get folks involved in engineering uh, programs. And for the Black MBA, is the leaders of tomorrow, okay? It's, our goal is to try to, you know, help the students. We can't help everybody, but we try to help as many as we can to come up yes, and have a quality of life as they live in this great country. And that's all I gotta say. Sounds beautiful, man. Uh, uh, that's uh, 
that's a foundation. I mean, that's what we need. I mean, hopefully that can uh, that that seed is planted and can sprout all over the place. I mean, that, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, like you say, let's not keep it secret. You know, I'll do what I can with that. We'll we'll, we'll get some more into that, man. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'm sure. Well, I won't say I'm sure, but I'd really love to have you back on again, and we can get into even more uh, uh, in-depth conversation just about life and where we're at, man. But well, I appreciate I could, it, man. I tell you. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to come on the show. I uh, appreciate it. I know we've been trying to get it in for a minute, and uh, it's a great time to get it in to uh, to, to make a coming uh, reunion, Nick, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much, Keith. Have a good evening, man. You take care. Peace to you. And that was Brother Oscar Martis. Uh, interview. Great brother, man. I tell you, it's something about South Shore. I'm not taking anything away from any other school or anybody else. All I know is uh, I'm a South Shore alumni. I love South Shore uh, from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I just feel like a little kid when I'm around my preppies. And I tell you, it's just just a beautiful feeling. But we're going to shut it down now. And uh, once again, I'm going to thank Brother Oscar, uh, Renee Benson, Dorothy Henson. Yes, we did miss you. Uh, hopefully I can get you uh, on a show as we, uh, as I will be broadcasting shows uh, featuring a role to the 76th reunion and picnic. And uh, hopefully I can interview some uh, of, of the, the that alumni, alumni class who are willing to come on and talk with me. Uh, it's all in fun and it's all in seriousness too. I mean, if, if your heart is where mine is, come on to the show and talk with me. Let's make it happen. In the name of whomever, or whatever, spiritual power, peace, and good night.
have been listening to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. Peace.